there, friend. You're listening to the Sparrow Parents Podcast, where parents can be resourced and supported for ministry in their homes. I'm your host, Pastor Beth Goodberry, and I am so excited that you're here with me today. Stay tuned. Well, good morning, everybody. I'm so glad that we get to spend this time together this morning. Um, We just started a series last week all about preparing for the year, month, week, and day. And so today we're talking about monthly prep. And if you missed last week's episode, feel free to go back and take a listen. It's all about preparing for the whole year. And it's interesting um, when I posted the episode about yearly prep, it was the beginning of February. And now I'm talking about monthly prep and we're already into February. And so no matter when you are listening to this series, whether it's the beginning of the year or the beginning of the month, um, you can apply everything that I'm talking about no matter when you are listening. So as we talk about monthly prep today, I just want you to keep that in mind that you know, no matter where we are in the month, um, you can do this monthly prep and it's going to prepare you. I mean, that's what prep means, right? Prepare you for what's ahead in the next 30 days. Or, I mean, maybe it's just the next 15 days and that's okay. That's actually a really good stepping stone um, to doing monthly prep on a monthly basis is to, to start it further into the month where, okay, I'm going to do this for 15 days, <laughs> whatever it whatever it may be, um, just because it, it helps you to kind of get your head around it and um, learn from it and then move on and, and keep going. So um, today I've got a couple of things to share with you that I try to do every month um, to prepare myself for what's ahead in the month. And um, I'm really excited to share these things because they just really help me um, as I go through week to week. And of course, next week we'll talk about weekly prep, but they really help me um, to to be prepared for what I have in this next month. Um, and even on a day-to-day basis, are these monthly prep things are are incredibly not only helpful, but they pave the way for where I'm headed. Um, and so that's really how I want us to be thinking about all of all of these preparations, yearly, monthly, weekly, daily, um, is that we are we are setting a course, we are paving the way and saying, this is the direction I want to head this month. Um, this is the direction I want to head this year, whatever it may be, right? And so then we can stay the course as we go day by day. And so as we talk about monthly prep, everything that I mention is something that I think about every single day of the month. Now, I've already prepared it. I don't have to do this I don't have to do these things and and think and and think through and and plan it every day because it's already planned. But everything that I plan for in my monthly prep, it paves the way for what I do, how I think, how I frame, 
you know, my budget, my um, interactions with my kids, uh, my meal prep, all of that is, is framed and paved by this monthly prep. And it's really, really helpful to me. And I hope that it will be helpful to you. So let's dive right in. So one of the first things that I do uh, to prepare for the next month is I go through a couple of things. First, I go through our calendar and I make sure that everything is scheduled that needs to be scheduled. Um, For one thing, I outsource our cleaning very often. Um, And I have somebody come in and clean the house once a month for me. Um, And that's just one of the things that I, I, that we as a family choose to outsource because um, it saves us time and um, we are willing to spend the money on that. Maybe that's not something that you do, but maybe you um, outsource something else. Maybe you do dry cleaning or um, I don't even know, maybe you get the car washed once a month. Um, There are things that you pay for. Um, or that you need to schedule um, for the month. And so I just kind of go through the calendar and I schedule that kind of stuff each month. Another thing to look at is like haircuts and doctor's appointments and dentist appointments, you know, think through what and from by month by month, excuse me, month by month, just kind of thinking about what needs to happen this month. And what it does is instead of looking at it like week by week or day by day, when you look at your calendar on a month to month basis, that really helps you to uh, get into the right frame of mind for that month. Like maybe I'll take February as an example, because that's the month that we're in when this episode goes live. Um, Maybe February is the month that all of your kids need a dentist appointment, or maybe you need a dentist appointment. And so you know that in terms of your, I don't know, maybe your HSA, your health savings account or whatever, um, you need to make sure that you have the money in the account for that and, and all of that kind of stuff. And that means that maybe you don't do something else that would normally take medical money um, for the month. So as you're looking just at the big picture of your calendar, um, that kind of gets you in the right frame of mind for this next month. And and the other thing that it does is it allows you to like, if you're looking at the whole month and you're just like, wow, that's it's just so busy this month. There's no way I can fit X, Y, or Z into the calendar. That's okay because this is just 30 days or in February's case, right, 28 days. And so you can push some things to next month. Maybe the dog doesn't have to get groomed this month and you can push that. And then in March, you're just going to make a little asterisk on your calendar and say, make sure the dog gets groomed (laughs) or whatever it may be, right? So looking ahead at the whole month and scheduling those appointments, getting them in your calendar, making sure if you're married, making sure that you and your spouse are on the same page with that and you know what's coming up. Um, And so if that means using a shared calendar on your phone or making sure that you have it written down in your own calendar or maybe you have a family calendar up in the kitchen or something, uh, making sure that everything is written down and ready. Um, Maybe you have joint custody of one of your kids and you need to make some scheduling things um, with another parent. Um, Maybe you need 
to schedule, put, to make sure that baseball practice is, and I realize that maybe baseball doesn't play right now. <laughs> football practice. There we go. That's more realistic, right? Maybe you need to make sure that football practice is actually in your calendar and it's not just in your head so that when you're looking um, for some time for a date night, you know that you have time. Um, that's another thing that I would make sure that I schedule um, when I'm looking at my whole month. I like to schedule date nights um, right then, like all at once for the whole month. And sometimes that can be hard, especially when you need to book a babysitter. A lot of teenage babysitters don't necessarily know their schedule that far in advance, but if there's any way that you can schedule that ahead of time, that's just really, really a good thing to be able to do is to schedule date nights with your spouse. Another thing I would schedule monthly is date nights with our kids. And this is something that we'll talk about in a future podcast, like how we go about um, doing date nights with our kids. But uh, what I'll say just for the sake of this episode is um, we like to take our kids out, each one out on a date with just one of us once a month. And so we split that up so that each child gets to go on a date once a month with us. And it's simple things. I realize that we're in a global pandemic when this episode goes live. And so maybe you don't want to take them out to a restaurant. And we're also in the midst of February. It's like the coldest, dreariest month of the year. But maybe you do a drive through or maybe you watch a movie in bed together, like in your bed. I mean, that's like a special place in the house for a kid um, to be able to lay in mom and dad's bed and watch a movie, just the two of you. You know, that can be very, very special. Um, maybe it's just you're going to read a whole chapter book together this month. Who knows? So schedule those things. Schedule the time with your family, but also schedule those important things. Um, the other thing that I kind of go through, so I go through the calendar, right? The other thing that I go through just kind of really quickly at the beginning of the month, two other things. First of all, the tickle box, which I alluded to last week when we talked about yearly prep. The tickle box is a big part of my monthly prep because everything that has come home with the kids or everything that I have prepared for this month is in my tickle box. And so I open up my tickle box and I look at this coming month. I look at the month of February and I pull everything out and I go through it and make sure that I know what I need to do this month from the tickle box. And if you want more information on the tickle box, you can definitely visit my website, sparrowkidsministries.com. And if you click on the blog section, there is a blog post all about the tickle box. The other thing I go through is the kids' clips. So I have a clip hanging up for every one of my kids. And when they get something that comes home from school that um, maybe they need to study or they need to practice or whatever, I just stick it on that clip. And that way I don't get have like piles of paper from school all over the house right? Or, and it may not even just be from school. Um, I have a son who just started karate lessons. When he gets his paperwork from karate, it goes on that clip. And that way we always know where each child's stuff is. Um, and so I just take a minute and I, it doesn't take very long. I go through each one of those clips and I toss anything that's outdated. Uh, maybe I stuck something on a clip 
that I want to put in their keepsake box uh, for school memories that I just didn't have time to put away. I'll take the time to actually put it away, that kind of thing. So just kind of decluttering those clips so that they will do their job in this next month. The next really big thing that I do um, that makes a huge different for us difference for us um, in my monthly prep is I menu plan for an entire month. Now I only menu plan our dinners, so that's one thing to keep in mind. I only do our dinners. <laughs> um, but doing this allows me at the end of every single day of the month when I have made who knows how many decisions throughout the day <laughs> and I am tired of making decisions and I am hungry and I am grumpy and everyone else in my household feels the same way. I do not have to choose what to make for dinner. I don't even have to do that in the morning when I'm not hungry and grumpy. I can look at our menu and make whatever my menu says to make. So that that is a huge, huge perk of doing a monthly menu plan. Here's another huge perk of doing a monthly menu plan. My kids and my husband always know what's for dinner. There's no what's for dinner and can we have this and can we have that and ew, I don't like that. They have come to understand that whatever is on the menu is what's for dinner. And so when they want to know what's for dinner, they just read the menu and it is what it is. There's no, there's no bargaining about what's for dinner. Um, that's just one of the, one of the rules in our house that, you know, whatever is for dinner is what's for dinner. Unless we're making something super spicy, like, um, we will do buffalo chicken wing dip every once in a while, and our kids, we only have one of our kids that actually kind of likes buffalo chicken wing dip, and it's because it uses hot sauce. And so we just always will make chicken nuggets along with it. And they can have chicken nuggets or buffalo chicken wing dip or both. So we have a couple of meals that we will substitute things for. But really, for the most part, our kids will eat whatever is on the menu. And, um, you know, we'll have we we have our fair share of fights at dinner time. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. This is not an entirely peaceful process, but... Um, our kids know that what's put in front of them is what they eat and they know that, and they know what's on the menu is what, um, they are going to get. And so that's another just really good thing. Um, kids, they, they like to know what they, first of all, what they can and can't control. Um, and they also just like to not be surprised by things. And um, dinner time can oftentimes for, oftentimes for kids be a time when like they, they can get a little bit anxious about it simply because they don't know what is going to be put in front of them and what's going to be expected of them. And so having a menu kind of eliminates that in some ways. Um, if you are interested in how I menu plan for the whole month, I have an entire um, episode about how to do it. And it really, I know that it sounds very overwhelming, but it's very, very simple the way I do it. So I would really encourage you to go take a listen. Um, I also post my menu plan each month um, on social media. And so you can, you could even take mine and, and just go with it. But I'm going to give you a quick rundown just for the sake of this episode of how I monthly menu plan. And again, this is just for dinners. So I have a whiteboard that is a calendar 
and each month I fill it in with my dry erase marker and I write um, I write in what we're going to have to eat each each evening. The way that I do that to make it just very simplified is I assign in my head, uh, I sub and sometimes I do it on paper, but mostly in my head, I assign each day of the week um, a kind of food, like a, a genre of food. So let's say maybe Sundays, it's going to be finger food because I know that we're going to be eating in front of the TV. Um, Mondays, it's going to be pasta. Tuesdays, it's going to be some sort of like beef or, or you know, red meat. Um, and then Wednesday would be chicken. Thursday could be a vegetarian meal. Friday could be pizza. And then Saturday could be a frozen meal. Um, and so once I have those categories in my mind, I just go down the calendar and I fill in every single Sunday. I put my mind in, in the mindset of whatever that category is. So like I said, finger foods. Um, and for every single Sunday, I will write in some sort of finger food and then I'll move on to Monday. And what did I say? Monday's pasta, I think I said. And so every single Monday I will write in a pasta dish and categorizing that really helps me, first of all, to not repeat a meal in the entire month. Um, and then secondly, um, it just helps me to go through it really quickly and make sure that we're having meals that are a variety throughout the week. So we're not having hamburgers every night <laughs> or beef every night, but um, also like we, it, it, it helps me um, as the preparer of the meals and the preparer of the menu to just go through it quickly. So that's how I do it. And again, if you want to, to hear like the exaggerated version, the, the elongated version of how to do that, I do have an entire episode dedicated to monthly menu planning. Setting goals is also really, really important to me. And so in my monthly prep, I really like to set goals for the month. Now I've done this in several different ways. Um, throughout the past couple of years. And so let me just share with you three different ways that I have used to set goals. The first one is the most intricate, and it is not the one that I am currently using. Um, but what I used to do is every month I would set a goal for every area of my life. <laughs> and I get I get this um, this list of areas for my life from another podcast, a podcast by Jenny Stimmerman. Um, she does the Your Life Rocks podcast, and it's all about um, balance, finding balance, um, redefining balance for working Christian moms. And I love this podcast, my friends. If, um, if you're looking for another podcast to listen to, hers is excellent, and it's all about balance and finding balance in your life, um, specifically for working Christian moms. And so I, I highly recommend her podcast, but she talks about the, um, the different areas of your life. And so what I have, what I have done in the past is I have written out every area of my life and I have set a monthly goal for every single area. Now, when I did this, these were not huge goals. <laughs> Remember that this is monthly goals. So, so whatever you're choosing to set as a goal, 
um, cannot be huge and, and it has to be achievable and measurable. And so like, I might decide that for my health goal, I am going to do intermittent fasting or for my health goal, I am going to eat less sugar or something like that. But then for my financial goal, um, I might decide that I'm not going to use my debit card at all this month. Um, so things that, things that are, are achievable for sure, especially when you're doing so many different goals. So, um, I might set a goal for my marriage. I might set a goal for my family, like my kids, um, my, or my parenting, I should say. I might set a goal for my finances, a goal for my health, a goal for my, um, my spiritual, um, side, you know, like, like my relationship with Jesus. Um, and so I've looked at, I've looked at those and, and in the past, I really have set a goal for every area of my life every single month. Um, I don't necessarily recommend this if setting goals does not come naturally to you. Um, what I would recommend instead is setting like one or two really good achievable goals. Another way that I've done it in the past is I have, and this is, this is the way actually that I'm doing it right now. Um, I am using a planner called the happy planner. And the one that I have for 2021 is a faith-based one and already like pre-written in the planner for every week. It has a little checkbox for every day of the week and four different categories. And I just love this because the first, the, the, they, they already wrote in two of the four for me. One of them is Bible reading and one of them is prayer. And then it has two blanks where I can fill in whatever my two, my other two goals are for the week. Um, and it's got little check boxes. And so even though it's on there for the week, the goals that I set are monthly. And so whatever goal I'm going to write in for the first week of February, I'm going to go through and I'm going to write that in for every week in February because I really like to set monthly goals. And then I track them weekly, um, but I set them for the month. The other way that I've done it in the past is, is really, really simplifying it. It's the most simple of these three ideas, and that's simply to set one goal. So choose one area of your life and set one achievable goal for the month and go with that. Um, and, you know, write it, write it down and, and tell somebody about what your goal is and, you know, kind of bounce that off a trusted friend, see what they think about the goal. Like, is this reasonable, whatever, and then have them hold you accountable to it. Have them ask you about it every once in a while. How's that going? Um, and it can be something as simple as I'm going to read one book, you know, just for me. Um, or it can be something like I'm going to work out every day this month or every weekday this month or something like that. Like, um, and it can be for any area of your life. And so I just would really encourage you in your monthly prep to set a goal, just one goal, especially if you've, you're not really a goal setter normally. Um, it just, again, paves the way for where you're headed this month. All right, we are to the dreaded <laughs> budgeting section of our monthly prep. I do um, 
know and feel with you that this is the piece of prepping for the month that is probably um, the least fun for a lot of us. Um, I actually quite enjoy this part, um, but I do not enjoy it throughout the month. <laughs> when I, I like setting goals um, in my budget. I like seeing where we are and setting those goals, but then I am such a spender. And so um, I am very aware that it's going to be really hard for me to keep to our goals, unless our goals are to like spend a lot of money at Kohl's and Maurice's this month. Hey, I can make that goal happen. <laughs> but what budget, what budgeting looks like for me may be very different than what it looks like for you. But let me just share a couple of things that I do monthly uh, to get our budget ready for the month. First of all, I open up a new sheet on our yearly Excel spreadsheet. And actually, it's not even Excel. I mean, we're so cheap, we don't even pay for Microsoft Office. We use OpenOffice Calculator. <laughs> and we open up a new sheet in our, it's basically Excel spreadsheet. Um, and I copy everything over from the past month. And then I update our current balances on all of our debt. Um, and, and what our bills are going to look like this month, because of course there are some months that we pay, let's say for Amazon prime that comes out every year. And so maybe that comes out this month, maybe it came out last month and I need to change that number to a zero. And then the nice thing about using Excel or open office calculator or something like that is that it's going to update um, all of the math for you as you enter it in. Um, and so I really like doing it that way. Once you get the hang of it, it's, it's pretty easy. Um, so I update all of our balances. I like go into all of the, I don't know, credit cards and student loans and all, and you know, the van payment and the mortgage. And I look those all up online and I enter in the correct balance for all of those debts. Um, and then, you know, I just kind of, I, I get this reminder of what our financial goals are for the year. And we talked about this in yearly prep, how important it is to have a, a, a goal, a, a financial goal for the year. And um, as we go month by month, we need to remember what those financial goals are. The other thing that naturally happens as I budget each month is that I just naturally will pay some of the bills that maybe don't come out automatically. Um, or maybe, especially like at the beginning of a new year, um, I set up automatic payments <laughs> for some things that maybe I didn't have um, as automatic payments already. Um, and so that's a really helpful thing to do at the beginning of the month, especially if you find that you keep forgetting to pay this one bill that you always, always forget about. Just pay it. Just pay it at the beginning of the month. Um, assuming you have the money, <laughs> the cash flow is is going to work for you, right? So that is really all that I do for the monthly budget. If you have set up a really good system at the beginning of the year for your budget, then your monthly budgeting should be easier. Again, everything that we do to prepare is going to pave the way for an easier year, month, uh, week, day. 
And so I'm really excited to talk about weekly prep next week. And I hope that you will join me for that. that's all that I have for us today as we talk about monthly prep. I really hope that um, this has been helpful to you. It's actually really been helpful to me as I think through like, okay, what have I already done for this month and what do I still have left to do? Um, And so when I turn this off, I'm going to go and finish up, tie up a few loose ends on my monthly prep and Um, Because you know what? We don't do it perfectly every single month. You can't possibly do it perfectly every single month. But hopefully, each month as you prep, it's going to pave the way for uh, an easier tomorrow, for an easier month for this month, and then even next month um, for an easier next month. So I really am excited to talk to you next week about weekly prep. And until then... Um, I hope that you will continue to minister to your children in your homes. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.